Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm the host of Against the Current, colon, a, open quotation mark, the chosen, close quotation mark, podcast. And today, we are going to be reviewing Season 1, Episode 3 of The Chosen, Jesus Loves the Little Children. What a great, charming episode. I mean, with a name like Jesus Loves the Little Children, um, obviously there's some room for, for some nice, uh, cute little moments in there between Jesus and children um because as we see in the as we can read from the bible um jesus is particularly fond of children and the faith of a child um so it was just very fun to see jesus interacting with children in this show especially with the version of jesus that is established within the chosen that we saw little hints of in episode one or not little hints of we saw in episode one the ending just full-blown Jesus that we've seen before, um, all hail Lord Almighty, which is, you know, I mean, you know, I, listen to past episodes, I explained Jesus and creative choices behind some of the introductions and, uh, the playing off, the playing off, the playing off of Jesus in this show. The very wise creative decisions that I find wise and creative and may not have been 100% intended, but definitely were picked up by people like me. Um, so, what I said was that in episode one, the ending with I've called you by name, Jesus comes um, and releases the demons, seven demons, I believe, out of Mary. I could be wrong on that. Uh, forgive me. Um, and that's just a very Jesus moment, Jesus-y moment. Um, and in episode two, we see him come to Mary's Shabbat dinner and um he's he cracks a few jokes he has a little bit of humorous moments in there just little hints of dallas jenkins's interpretation of the jesus character i say character because this is a tv show portraying a uh, person that us as christians believe to have really walked the earth but when you're talking about within the context of a show yes he does have to be considered a character with a character arc and uh, what other things do a character have with uh, a personality, obviously, character arc, um, story significance. I mean, I don't know. Okay, yeah, main character arc is the main thing. And Jesus does have a character. No, he doesn't really. Well, does Jesus need a character arc? Probably not. He's he's a different type of character, obviously, um, because all of these characters are bound to the actual scripture that we see in the Bible. Anyway, no, Jesus. Um, what, is, what do I mean enough about Jesus? No, there, there can never be enough about Jesus. That That is, th yeah, There's there can never be enough about Jesus. Anyway, um, we get a little bit of hints of his humorous and more likable personality than we've seen in other portrayals of the Bible um, stories. In episode two, where he's cracking jokes, he's, he's making people laugh, all that great fun stuff. And in this episode, we get to see Jesus in his fully humanized form because, yes, he is 100% human as well as he is 100% God. Um, I don't know why people condemn Jesus to be all-powerful. I don't want to say that's condemning him, but um, he is wholly human as well as he is fully God. So um, I said this on the past episode. I forget which one. Jesus is 
200% of a being, essentially. is <laughs> a 100% person and 100% God. So, I mean, for all you mathematicians out there who are really great at math, you probably guessed that equals 200%. Anyway, I hope you did. Um, yeah, so anyway, this episode, Jesus loves the little children. We get to see Jesus' full personality here. Um, we see him at certain points mending wounds. He, he, he sets up his tent. He starts fires. He... He whittles in a very castaway, reminiscent moment, I would say. I would say that very much that moment reminds me of castaway. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Um, I mean, obviously, it's obvious. You know, when uh, Tom Hanks is trying to start the fire and he's like, you know, you know, why won't it work? Jesus, very much like that. I'm not comparing Jesus to Tom, Tom Hanks, essentially. Um, but I just think that scene was very reminiscent of that. Uh, he starts a tent. He does all these things that a human would normally do. Um, it only would make sense. Like I said before, the Chosen interprets things in a way that you never have thought of before. But when you do think about it and you see it portrayed on the show, it makes complete sense to why that would be the portrayal and the representation of what was happening in the bio. Um, Jesus being fully human, Jesus cracking jokes. Um, Jesus is, in the Bible, very sarcastic. He is very sarcastic to the Pharisees. Therefore, sarcasm is not exactly wrong um, or sinful because Jesus was sarcastic. He's like, he just totally bashes the Pharisees. And um, you can definitely see hints of a very lively personality in the Bible because, as Dallas Jenkins has said, I'm pretty sure he said this, um, for Jesus, in order to deal with these 12 imbeciles, I would say, in, um, except for, I mean, you know, yeah, they're young. They're probably younger than they are portrayed in, in well, I don't know. Yeah, and the children are probably about the right age. The disciples of that is, um, I mean, these people are like Jesus, for an example, the feeding of the 4,000. No, not the feeding of the 5,000 that we will see in season three, as said by Dallas Jenkins and many, many crew members and, and, and social media pages and whatever. Um, many times the chosen, the chosen has clearly stated that in this season, we will see the feeding of the 5,000 men feed, technically the feeding of the 20,000 people. Um, but you know what, whatever, um, not that, the feeding of the 4,000, which is a separate miracle that happened, um, after the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus is like, here, disciples, uh, take this, we're gonna have to feed these people, and the disciples just, well, Jesus, Jesus, how are you gonna feed these people? There's, there's 4,000 of them, what are you gonna do? After, um, a few days prior, Jesus just fed, uh, 20,000 people, yeah, the disciples were probably not the quickest on on things. Not saying actors who play these characters or anything like that. The, the disciples as real people that existed in the first century, according to the Bible, um, they were not the brightest of people. So, they, they, they yeah, yeah. Okay, that's debatable. Anyway, um, Jesus loves the little children. Yes, so all that to say, Jesus' lively personalities demonstrated more in this episode of Jesus Loves Little Children to deal with these disciples that um, are constantly not getting things and when Jesus is clearly explaining to them. It's like, hey, um, go... Yeah, I'm trying to think of a dumb example, something that didn't happen in the Bible. Hey, uh, actually, I can't think of one. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, Jesus Loves Little Children. I and This is a great episode. Um, I think the child actors in this episode are quite good, um, for, as far as child actors go. I don't know, I haven't scanned the episode 
um, intensively. I think that's the correct word to use there. Um, so I haven't scanned the episode intensively to find out which children actors, child actors are looking at the camera because whenever you have young ones in a scene in a media production, there are always going to be those that child that's going to look at the camera. Um, so I haven't found any of those. I don't know if there is any. I don't think there w there would be. I wouldn't I wouldn't um, expect there to be any children looking at the camera because of the chosen's great attention to detail. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would hope that there aren't any child actors looking at the camera in this episode. So if there is any, make sure to uh, let me know in the comments of whatever you're listening to this on. I don't know if you can actually email podcast against the current at gmail.com and I will be able to know. That's a dumb reason to email that what email, but it's fine, you know, whatever. Um, so I don't think there are any child actors looking at the camera, but it's still these child actors are great nonetheless, regardless of if they look at the camera. Um, all of them are very good. They, they, um, they, we don't know too much about really most of them except for abigail and joshua um and then again we don't really know too much about those two i hope i hope we see them again i i don't know if we will i hope we will maybe we will i'm pretty sure we will i mean they're they're the chosen's original creations so a chosen original character is probably bound to pop up again i i would say i would hope because i mean i i do really enjoy these characters they did pop up again in season one episode five um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Where the healing of the paralyzed man, um, they did show up in that episode. Abigail and Joshua did, at least. Um, and, I, yeah, I do enjoy their performances. Um, they do very well, as far as child actors go. Um, they do have a nice dynamic with Jonathan Rumi Jesus. He, he feels very natural. I mean, he's just a great portrayal of Jesus in general. Like, he just does a great job of, um you know, being likable towards these children. If I were a child of, of that age, um, which I was once, obviously, um, I would probably be drawn to this mysterious man who, who makes silly noises um, because of his likable personality that he can, he's easy going, easy to be around. He's, he's very attractive personality wise, not looks wise. Although yes, he is an attractive human being in general. Um, I'm saying in the sense of personality-wise, he is attractive. That sounded a bit weird, but, um, moving on. Um, the child actors are great. There's uh, some really young children in here that are still very good. Um, and Abigail and Joshua, the main two, uh, their kind of curiosity and discovery of, of Jesus, I think was played very nicely. Um, the way they kind of are, are skeptical at first, and Abigail is, is that kid who just doesn't stop talking, and you're just like, uh-huh, 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 and, uh, I mean, she's just, you know, she's just curious, that's, that's, yeah, that's what she, that's what she is, Abigail. Um, she's not one of those annoying people, I guess, I would say, I don't know, I've never met her, um, but she, she's definitely one of those people that likes to talk a lot, um, you know, especially in that scene when she's eating the stuff that Jesus made her and she's like asking him questions um she definitely is is, is um, a perfect portrayal of probably what a child a girl of that age would would be like and then Joshua's 
probably the perfect representation of what a boy of that age would be like. Ah, yeah, I don't think this is such a good idea. Um, Abigail, we should probably leave. Um, if I were um, of that age, which I, again, I have been, and I were to see this mysterious man who doesn't have a home and kind of lives by himself and travels around and makes mysterious things, I'd probably be a little bit skeptical too. too. Um, uh, this, this would be, of course, before my voice started cracking and having multiple fluctuations. Um, so I apologize for that. Anyway, um, Joshua is, is very rightly skeptical of Jesus. Um, because, I mean, not, not saying that Jesus is a sketchy guy, <laughs> um, but, but he, you know, when, when you stir up the water, stir up the water. Um, obviously, I mean, he's kind of, nah, he's, 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 there's a reason why he's living by himself. Um, let's just say that, you know, he, he doesn't fall in line with the normal people of the city. So to, for human beings to see something different than what they're used to is definitely very jarring to them. Uh, human beings don't like new things. Um, and I mean, some people do, some people embrace the new, it depends if, when it comes to the concept of people. Um, so I'd say Joshua's right in that matter. And he's, he's right to be skeptical and to be fearing of fearing. Well, okay. Anyway, moving on from this subject of the skepticality of Jesus, um, one thing I would also like to point out is that Jonathan Rumi has a, I don't know if this was auto-tuned or somebody else singing for him, but I think he has a great singing voice <laughs> in this episode when he sings that little uh, Hebrew-Israelite hymn that, that he sings to the um, children and has them sing along with him. Um, he, he has a great singing voice. <laughs> I was like, wow, um, this guy can sing. Um, so I just thought that was a nice little moment as well, how he's... Just kind of the nice, um, I guess, span of time. I like the 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 time frame of a lot of these chosen episodes because they're, they're they're very different in a lot of senses. Because in like episode two, Shabbat takes place over the course of one day, whereas this episode obviously takes place over the course of multiple days. Um, probably so. I, so I think it's pretty much implied in this episode that this episode takes place after no yes i'm pretty sure this episode takes place after the healing of mary magdalene and before shabbat no it probably takes place before the healing of mary magdalene um that's which is probably why it takes place over the course of multiple days um i think and before yeah mo over the course of multiple days because we're starting back in a previous point in time to kind of catch up with jesus um and kind of say because it's kind of like in those, in the, um, this is the example that popped up right out of my head, is WandaVision, Marvel Studios' WandaVision on Disney+, Plus, the Marvel Cinematic Universe show. Um, the first three episodes are the introduction to this kind of mystery um, show, and you're just kind of, a lot of people were like, what is going on? And then episode four, they stopped and take a, took a step back and explained everything. That's kind of what this episode is. Um, the first two episodes are like establishing the show, and then you're kind of just like, oh, okay or at least i was i was like oh okay and then after episode three they stopped to catch everyone up and i was like oh gotcha i understand now um and as i said before from episode four onward i was hooked um and this episode is great episode two probably from this episode i was hooked as well i remember watching actually remember vividly watching this episode for the first time and 
this is when I really started to get invested in the show. Um, when I really started to say, wow, this is, this is something special. And um, I've been a fan ever since. So uh, this is definitely the turning point for me where I was like, for episodes one and two, and I was kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. And um, after this episode, I was like, wow, this is, this is really something great. Um, so this episode is a great episode. Um, it, it definitely is a shorter episode in the series, which, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, I, I wouldn't expect, I mean, it's, it's, there's, there are some episodes, I mean, it's a, no, I don't say it's short, I mean, there's definitely, it doesn't progress the main story going on here in this season one as much, it just kind of catches us up on the, on the relationship of, on the relationship, the personality of Jesus, the character of Jesus, um, before we get back into the trouble that Simon and Andrew are in, Simon's, um, little betrayal that he's done Simon's um Simon's demons let's say um before we progress with that storyline and the conversion or the the calling sorry of Simon Peter um in episode four which is next episode getting close to what I would call the trinity of the show um if you don't know what that is the trinity is what I like to call the three my three favorite episodes of the show which are the episodes that I think as the show in full swing, just just at its peak. Not to say that these other episodes are in any way vastly superior, su- inferior. Um, I just think that those specific three episodes that I'm going to talk about are just just a tiny bit better than all of the other episodes. All the other episodes, one thing that Chosen does greatly, does, does very well, is um, it has a very consistent quality level for all of the episodes they're all very much up there um just all great episodes but they're just three specific ones that i think just shine above all the rest and i'm like yes this is this is the chosen in full swing um i just want to recap what i said earlier i think the episode with the paralyzed man is episode six not episode five i'm pretty sure yes so um that can that, I think that'll conclude. So, final thoughts on this episode. Yes, um, this episode is a great episode. It is definitely um, a much-needed episode. It catches us up on the character of Jesus and uh, kind of introduces him to us more, gets us more comfortable with the portrayal of Jonathan Rumi, the genius of Jonathan Rumi and, and Dallas Jenkins, the mostly the genius of, uh, mm, you know, everyone's great. The writers, Ryan Swanson, Tyler Thompson, I think is the other writer. I'm sorry, I always forget his name. Um, all of them do such a great job with the writing. Uh, the writing of the show is spectacular. Um, the cinematography is also great. I'd, I'd, um, yeah, I'd say the cinematography is also very good. Just the way a lot of shots are framed, um, the way a lot of colors are, um, very much evokes a certain tone and feeling about the chosen. Um, the editing is done well. The music is also very good. Um, I think this is the episode where the music really starts to take its shine and uh, as well. Music as well as not, not, not just blah, 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 not just story and, and character-wise, but music-wise, I think the episode starts to pick up when it comes to um, the, the soundtrack and the music of this episode. Um, and, the, and the season as, as a whole, it definitely um, sticks it like the, just that main Jesus theme. I won't hum it for you here. Um, I'll spare you. But 
um, yeah, I just think this episode is a very great episode. So 9 out of 10, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure that's what I've given every episode so far. Um, I don't think I'll give any episode anything less, except for maybe... Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. You'll have to keep listening. Um, so yeah, definitely 9 out of 10 for this episode. Very great episode. If you have not seen it, I don't know why you're here, but um, I definitely recommend that you go watch it. <laughs> um, great episode. Um, so... Yes, that'll conclude my thoughts on The Chosen, Season 1, Episode 3, Jesus Loves the Little Children. So, I'll see you guys next week where we will be discussing Episode 4 of The Chosen, The Rock on Which It Is Built. Goodbye, everybody.